0: I'm Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. I hope you are being richly blessed by listening to this program. If you are being blessed, uh, it if it's helping you in any way, uh, kindly let me know. I'd like to know uh, whether you're in the Bahamas, Cayman Islands, Belize, or any other country in the world listening to this program please email me at info at soencouragement.org. That's info at soencouragement.org. Let me know that you are delighted to have this radio program on your station and it's a blessing to you. Today I'm going to begin a short series uh, on a very important topic. Uh, it's about Punishment. And the discipline. It's about whether we should beat our children or not. It's about what should we do to quote-unquote discipline our children. So I want you to stand by. This is part one of this little series. If you know anyone that needs help in this, call them. Tell them to join the radio station right now. Uh, listen, turn to their dial or on their app or on the web and listen. It's going to be very helpful and there's going to be a couple parts to it. Okay, this is part one. So now, what is important? What is so important about this topic? Because so many people, so many Christians also are beating their children. I really do not like the word beat when it comes to punishment. sounds like you're beating down cassava yam or potato. Does the Bible really teach that parents are to beat their children? Does spare the rod and spoil the child in Proverbs 13.24 really mean that we should indiscriminately whip our children into a frenzy? Does it mean that parents are required to physically punish their disobedient children routinely with a belt, a stick, or a pad? I I am absurd in many countries in, in around the world in the Caribbean, places I've visited and where health, I've held health professional seminars uh, with parents, and when I present the subject of physical punishments, parents cannot objectively discuss it. Their minds are fixated on what they have been taught or experienced or what works for them. These Parents cannot free their minds at dysfunctional, traditional or, or, or to evaluate objectively and rationally their relevance in the current environment. Thus we have a locked in on emotionally crippled society where the chains of unreasonable traditions severely restrict intellect, spiritual, social and emotional growth. No wonder, no wonder, violence is running loose like an an enraged dog who escaped from a cage. So I ask the question. What about punishment and discipline? What is the difference? Okay. Would you believe that the key answer to solving the problems of violence, listen now, is starting to train our children from the minute they are conceived, yes, in the womb. Research indicates that the unborn child can hear what is being said outside the womb from an er, as early as 18 weeks after conception. He or she may not understand what is being said, however, she can distinguish between voices, feelings and moods. We have the biblical record of John the Baptist when he was only six months in his mother's womb and leaping for joy. The documentary, Silent Scream, video clips of actual abortions shown unborn infants pulling away from suction cups and screaming for help during the deadly ordeal. Unborn infants can feel and hear. We also know The attitude of the mother during pregnancy, the relationship with the father of the child, and the environment in which the mother lives, whether a home is filled with hostility or whether it is peaceful, can also influence the psychological and physical development of the unborn fetus. Now just stand by. You're wondering where am I going? I'm setting the platform for understanding the difference between punishment and discipline. And eventually... Should we or should we not beat? Okay. So then how do we start to help our mothers and fathers so that they can provide a more wholesome environment for the development of their children? This brings me to a most profound statement. We should start training our children at least 20 years before they are born. Research now tells us that we develop our major character traits during the first five years of our lives. If this is true, then while we are training our little children, we are also training our grandchildren. The habits and traditions we will instill during those early years will stay with the children for the rest of their lives and influence how those children will bring up their own children. Many of our teenagers today lack discipline, and have parents who do not care much about them, thus creating a deadly formula for violence. It is then critical for churches, schools, civic organizations, social clubs, and concern groups to provide pre-parenting classes for teenagers and effective parenting classes for young married couples. More and more people are being convinced. That to reduce the risk of marital discord and breakup, premarital education is necessary. In the same vein, we must be convinced that to reduce the risk of raising undisciplined, violent children, we must teach children and adults how to parent. I call this pre parenting education. Now listen Discipline is not synonymous with punishment. Discipline is not synonymous with punishment. It is obvious that the word discipline appears when we talk about violence. Violence is the result of a lack of discipline. So what is discipline? Discipline is helping children develop self-control. <laughs> Got that? Let me repeat it. Discipline is helping children develop self-control. It is encouraging children, guiding them, helping them feel good about themselves and teaching them how to think for themselves. Note that I said children are not adults. This is because the true meaning of discipline includes three important points. Listen carefully now. Listen carefully. Discipline is a process. That's the first point. Not just a single event. Discipline is a process. This process begins from the birth of the child and or after you would have started 20 years earlier. It is helping the children to make intelligent choices each step of the way. It is understanding the developmental stages of children and knowing what to expect from them during each stage. Okay, that's the first one. Discipline is a process. Then, discipline is an environment. Yes, it is an environment and not just circumstances. This this is providing intelligent guidelines and limits that help to make children feel loved and lovable, secure and free. It is having homes where children are valued and are treated as intelligent beings and not uh, mute dogs. And here is another one. Number three. Discipline is a lifestyle, not just a one-shot deal or fashion. I like the word lifestyle because it suggests that everything we do or think is a part of the whole entire process of discipline. This includes the words we speak, the time we eat, what we eat, what we watch on television, how we respond to disappointments, how we handle differences among ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about others, how we treat others, how we how we control anger and etc. Now remember, this is a short series on punishment and discipline, the difference and then should we beat our children? And I'm helping to understand what is the meaning of discipline. Many people use the word discipline in the place of punishment. Okay? And truthfully, even if there is punishment, non-physical punishment, it would not be successful without the milieu or the background of discipline. Now I want you to come back at the next, the next uh, part. And when I talk about, continue to talk about, this is part one, and I'm coming up with part two and maybe part three. And you're listening to Relationship Nugget. I'm Barrington Brennan, accounting psychologist and marriage and family therapist. Please come back again. Bring a lot of friends around your radio and enjoy it. And remember, this is your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.